We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, this is Ian Happ from the Chicago Cubs. I'm excited to announce that my show, The Compound, is now part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Join me and my teammates, Dakota Meckis and Zach Short. This week, we welcome Cubs first baseman, World Series champion, Anthony Rizzo to The Compound. Check it out. Subscribe. The Compound on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Little Legends Podcast. I swear I could go twice as long as that. I got the lungs for it, and I'm practicing every week. But I am your host, Blevins. Joining me, as always, is Boop. What's up, buddy? (laughs) Oh, you know what's up. And for those of you at home, you probably already hear it. Um, My voice is a little messed up. Um, so here's a story. I was sleeping, and then I tried to eat my face. Um, so, Yikes. <laughs> um, I've got, like, um, I, I, like, chewed my cheek, and there's, like, sores on my tongue and Ugh. stuff. So the only way I can talk is if I push up against my teeth so my tongue is skinnier, so it doesn't hit the sides of my mouth as I talk. Oh, it's pretty rough. Oh, it, 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 uh, but I'm here. I don't know if I can do it. Oh, it kind of, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're, you're good like to go. I, I think now would be the greatest time to practice ventriloquism. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you guys are wondering why I sound like a four-year-old, um, <laughs> that that is why. Um, so this should be a pretty funny episode to hear. Uh, funny, <laughs> sad, depressing, all very much interwoven in a lot of ways. So uh, we'll definitely... <laughs> Well, I know. So (laughs) if you notice us uh, running through things a little bit quicker, uh, we apologize in advance. But nonetheless, we're going to try to bring you guys a good show here. We do have a patch to talk about. and We'll be doing that. We've also are going to be casting on Friday. Uh, We mentioned it last episode, but we'll bring it back up again. And uh, we will uh, be talking about that in a bit. But of course, before that, you guys know we are a prediction esports podcast, P R W E D I C T I O N esports on Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you are following that feed as well. Really does help us out. Uh, this week, game night has an asterisk because we are going to be casting. So I'm not sure if myself and or boop are going to be there. But if you do want to, to use the discord uh for game night and if you know someone wants to run it um i know iced is is always in there uh or or whoever wants to run a game night and just play some games feel free discord.me slash little legends podcast again boop and i might not be there because we're likely going to be casting um so the stream is going to be is not going to be there and we may or may not be there i'm not promising anything right now so but if you want to use the discord to play some games on friday 
feel free discord.me slash little legends podcast or really any day or any day honestly guy we say this all the time but if you just want to jump in the discord and i you know i always check every if i'm playing i always i usually check and i'll be like oh if i want to play with some people just i'll just hop in the discord and voice and someone will usually jump over we got a couple people doing it and we got a bunch of open lobbies like uh, it would be yeah it's it's this is your community so uh it's another really great way to talk to friends and find people who are your same rank Mm -hmm. you know talk about strategies and stuff because we have we we have the whole gambit in in the discord so yeah Mm -hmm. these channels are yours too just don't abuse them yeah or else you're getting the ban hammer uh (laughs) Yeah, the guy with his voice is going to ban you. <laughs> um, oh, also remember, speaking of the Cruise Invitational, there's a very special prize up for grabs. That's true. Boob's favorite. Yeah. The title mm-hmm. in Discord, Boob's favorite. You need to win. Actually, whoever gets the highest rank in the Cruise Invitational, which we are casting on Friday at 2 Eastern, uh, alongside Deathblow and Kenobi. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. I was pretty positive about that, but I just wanted to double check. Yes, uh, make sure you guys are there. We'll be getting all the links and whatnot. Uh, it'll all be in the Discord. We'll be, I'm sure, spamming it all over the Discord and all over Twitter. Again, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at LIL Legends Pod. Um, good place to know whenever we're going live, whenever we're putting out anything, any of that good stuff. So that is going to be it in terms of housekeeping. But... In the pre-show, Boop, we talked... We both had a similar experience this week with TFT. <laughs> and that experience was getting just run over consistently. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. I'm, like, scared to play now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we were... Blev, like, messaged me earlier. I didn't respond, but... Thanks again that's for that. sentence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the, he was like, dude. I've sucked at TFT lately. I came on. I was like, dude, me too. I haven't gotten anything over than six. Yeah. In my last like four or five, six, seven games, maybe. Um, it's been and I, I think for 90% of those games, I'm forcing, for some reason, not even trying to force, but I end up playing Brawler Blasters. And I don't, Same. Think, I, <laughs> and Same. I don't think I know how to play that comp. There's, else, I'm doing something wrong because I see Sphinx do wrong. so well with it. I know everyone, and then I was, and then Mort Cheeks is like, "Oh, I love the diversity," and I see Brawler Brasters up there, and I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> well, how I will how say this? in the patch rundown, um, so Jinx is getting a slight buff, which we'll talk about in the patch notes after the break uh, in a bit. But Jinx uh, is the lowest win rate for cost right now. I think it might largely be in part because of specifically me, but <laughs> I am the statistic driving the stats down. <laughs> but I, I think so. I, I kind of, and I don't know if if you've sort of pinpointed your, uh, your downfall boot, but I, I think I have a little bit of a pulse on mine. Yeah. Um, what, what's that about? So I have. The first thing is I think I'm getting too uh I'm getting too tunnel visioned on one comp too early. I'm getting tunnel vision on a comp too early. Um, which I've talked about in the past is actually the opposite problem I usually have. But um I've been like I've been slowly opening it opening up, but like if I get like an early ye, I'm like, oh guess I'm going uh guess I'm going <laughs> guess slash I'm bros. Rebels. Yeah, or, yeah, well yeah, guess I'm going slash bros, guess I'm going um, you know, Yasuo Yi comp. Uh uh-huh. Or it's like what I've what I've been doing, and what it's really weird because I have the, probably the last three or four games I have consistently been going on an early win streak, like picking up an early level two Lucian, ru- running cybernetics, and having a really strong board, and going into like uh, like right before wolves, like I'll have a win streak from Krugs to wolves essentially, and then like right before wolves, people will get a little bit stronger. And Same. I'm like, I think I know where this is going. Not, Same. And, and I, I, what I'm finding is, I th- I think I'm getting to a point where like level seven is my peak for a lot of these comps, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm either like mm-hmm. I'm either like spending my gold too early or not yeah. planning out far enough, which might just be because of last set where it was like, okay, you get to eight and then you kind of settle at eight, but now it's like get to nine, get things that are stronger. It's like. None of the comps I'm building are ever beating 
a three-star gin, a three-star shako, a three-star this, a three-star... Like, I'm never beating those comps, and I think that's the problem, is that, like, you don't have to beat all of them, but once you get to that, like, um, you know, you get to chickens, you start getting, like, I'm, I'm at, like, one life, essentially. Not, like, one health, but, like, Dude, one life. I'm li- losing sometimes to the NPC rounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like, I'm not, like, I'm not getting that. I'm and, not doing and, that bad. And, and this is why I think, I think it's, like, part of the reason why you're doing it. I am being a little facetious. I did, I did lose to the NPC round one time. I ended up getting third in that game, though. Um, and this That's was, like, a, a while back. Yeah, but anyway, um, I think like for me too, the level seven peak is exactly where I start falling off because I think you get lulled into this weird false confidence with that comp. Yeah. And because it is pretty strong early, but I think I'm playing it a lot like gunslingers in set one mm-hmm. where it was hyper roll gunslingers, right? Yeah. So I think I'm spending a lot of money and then it's just like Graves isn't that great. Right. Right. I mean, I mean his I think his ult can be like really underrated. I think it's pretty Graves, good, but it's not like gonna carry you. Yeah, exactly. And I love Ezreal. So like mm. I think I like get the Ezreal and then I think for me, I have a really hard time being like, okay, cybernetic chrono, and then I just don't do any of that and go brawlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Because because like for cybernetic, I'm like Oh, okay. I got Lucian. I don't really want to find two other ones, right? Probably long, right? Well, like, I don't want to find an Aurelia or anything, mm-hmm. or or, uh, or Echo. Um, and then it's just so much easier to find Malphite. <laughs> yeah, you no. Know? And I feel like Jinx is always like the first four cost I see. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, so I pick that up, and then I get like really excited because you know I've got my five percent chance at my level four. Mm-hmm. And I just spend all my money mm-hmm. and I don't ever find another jinx that I've already put all my items on. Right. So. <laughs> well, my, my problem, I think, cause I've been specifically like I, the, the last game I played, I very specifically hedged. And maybe this is part of the problem is that I hedged for too long. So maybe the opposite problem I was talking about, and I had mm. too much gold on my bench and rolled. Plus I probably rolled too much where it's like, okay, I'm playing like blaster brawler with like three cybernetics and like Lucian is the is the is the the um the linchpin of that comp right like he allows me to go either way um and then like if I get a Jinx first I'll go Jinx and if I get an Aurelia first I'll I'll go Aurelia um and or I'll go um cybernetics rather and I just keep waffling so maybe yeah the more I'm thinking about it the more it's like yeah maybe I just have like eight to ten gold just like floating in bad spots is like even if it's in yeah. play it's like if i have a two-star <laughs> blitz crank but i end up going cybernetics every like i'm losing gold by even even having it in play right like mm-hmm. i could sell that i could have never bought it like i'm losing gold if i build the level two right so mm-hmm. and then the the other problem is like yes the, the even if i like if i go okay I go, I'm not going cybernetics. I sell those off and I go like get the, you know, air quotes completed brawler blaster comp. And like I had decent items like double giant slayer plus guardian angel is I think relatively standard on Jinx. Maybe that's just not good enough. Maybe it needs to be a trap claw or something instead of guardian angel because Jinx seems like she's actually and maybe it's my positioning, but she doesn't seem like she's doing anything. I don't remember the last time I saw my Jinx get excited outside of an NPC round. <laughs> she but, definitely uh, does, but it's like, it's 1v6 <laughs> and she kills two units and it's great, but it's so, even with the Blitzcrank. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, I think we're maybe unfairly comparing her to old versions of her. Yeah. When she was like, the best carry in the game mm-hmm. with Draven. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the same comp. It was still Brawlers, Gunslingers, right? Right. Um, or it wasn't really, it was, it was Brawler's Jinx. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, but now we've got Jinx, who I think we're all just kind of used to just being really good. And I think she's going up against way tankier people than before. Mm-hmm. Because, like, again, might be positioning, but my Jinx always attacks Malphite and Cho'Gath first, without question. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even, like you said, with the Blitzcrank, a lot of people have gotten pretty, pretty good at positioning around yeah. Blitzcrank. Mm-hmm. So, um, even when she does get excited, the rest of my team's already dead because of voids or something. Yep. Right? So 
I think building defensively is probably the thing. So those of you listening, please tell me why I'm doing it wrong. So I know I troll a lot during game night, but two games, two game nights ago, I was running a blasters comp mm-hmm. and tap out was like, where are your items? And I was like, on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I would probably put some items on the illusion, dude. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I just like, I'm closer to like, a driver's permit in terms of driving that <laughs> comp, then like yeah. I can play celestials and like protectors really, really well. Um, yeah. but for some reason, I like start a game, and I won't even have a blaster or a brawler, and then at round six, that's all I've got. Yeah, <laughs> it just happens that way. Yeah, I just I think my problem is like it maybe it is it just you just need a QSS or something on Jinx because like she gets CC'd and she's just she's actually useless even with the GA. Maybe the GA is a bait. Maybe I'm not building it. I'm fine with any of those things. My positioning is certainly not good. I'm not scouting enough. I'm I'm willing to <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm willing oh. to take all those. But like is that like the difference between top fouring and getting like seven eight? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't my rank, which is a uh, high gold right now. Um maybe i, I don't I know mean, it's, it's just so weird because like like you said when i see other people running it they're always doing really well yeah like there was another game night where also tap out that put two ies on jinx or maybe three ies and just wrecked us all mm-hmm. and it's like why does your jinx do that <laughs> and my right. jinx never makes it past the rank two I feel like my right. Lucian is stronger than my Jinx. I don't know. Yeah. So, it, well, it's like when you watch pros in like Rocket League or something, and you're like, <laughs> "That's not. That's not how that that's works." That's not man. Rocket. What are you? Why are you playing this other game? Wait. How do you? Okay. Wait. How do you turn on the car flying cheat? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, are you moving faster? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, but it's not. It a feels cheat. like that. Yeah. Oh, it's really frustrating. Yeah, and the other thing is like I think the while the um. I think at a macro level, the one of my problems is that that comp is it's easy to assemble, but it's not actually easy to play. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. where like I see Sphinx and like a Crowan or any of these pro players that are that are in it, they're in it for a reason. They uh, understand and appreciate where that reason and where that value comes from, and they execute on it properly. So, like, yes, okay, I picked up a couple malphites. Oh, I can do, I can get all of the units. It's not hard. It's not like it's a mystery what units are in that comp. It's actually extremely straightforward what units are in that comp. But am I buying them at the wrong time? Am I hedging too much? Am I going in on it too early? Did I roll too much to get the jinx? Did I not roll enough to get the jinx too? Do I need the jinx too at this level instead of this? Do I need to put these items on it? Do I need to put items on Lucian first? Do I need to put like there's there's 20 other questions I could ask myself that I'm not able to give you a good answer. <laughs> and why for am I spending all my money to three star graves? Why am I, why am I I'm, doing that? I'm not I'm not doing that, but I'm doing that. I think maybe I maybe I have a little bit of a better beat on why you you might not be performing. <laughs> uh, I you know, it's so funny too because I wasn't very good at that comp in set 1. Like I never was able to play gunslingers very mm-hmm. well. And I don't know, man. It's been really frustrating over the last week. I'm just going to stop playing it. I just feel like everything else is so contested. Yeah. It's like I, I tried going Star Guardians once, and like I couldn't find a Nico. Yeah, like, if I don't have a Nico, then I, I I gotta go a different way. Yeah, you know, and then and then it's too late to transition. You're already in seventh place, right? Yeah, I I need it. It's tough. I think it. There's a lot of um, up. There's a lot of like comp specific breakpoints and knowledge that you need in this set, which I I feel like. And maybe I was just maybe I was just more in tune with the meta and I was playing more consistently in set two and set one. It's possible. I'm willing to admit that Legends of Runeterra has not helped my TFT time. I'll tell you that much, um, which, by the way, I'm masters in Legends of Runeterra. Uh, shout outs to oh me. Um, <laughs> that's all we've talked about it on uh, before. I, I hope like, you eat your mouth in your sleep. Uh, I bet I <laughs> bet I, I taste I, I, delicious, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that's a little legend. <laughs> that's the best. That's the that's, that's the real Yes, that's the best tasting little legend is me, except I'm a big legend. I'm not a medium legend, I'm a big legend. Uh <laughs> minus legend. Um but uh I forgot. Oh, I think like so you look at like Star Guardian versus um cybernetics right like those are two very strong comps they're doing 
very different things that one is attack damage one is uh very much magic damage one is a fast eight comp one is a slow roll comp uh that peaks at level seven and then you add in your eight nine it doesn't matter cybernetic you need to hit level eight before like you need to get to level eight and then roll right if you do that in star guardian you're going to have nothing if you roll early in cybernetic you're not going to get the six set you're never going to get your um your echo so like the the those things like even i know like it's very it's straightforward once you know it but like if you don't know those things you're gonna be getting this so i'm i'm just maybe maybe it's specifically with the brawler blaster comp that i don't know what that thing is um and it's just been it, it it's frustrating um but not because of the game it's because of me <laughs> like yeah that's, that's, that's a good thing yeah exactly about it's it like, for everyone else is that it's yeah, not the game well, it's it's absolutely me <laughs> it's like valorant for me right like yeah. i love the game but i hate feeding and that's all i do so yeah. <laughs> like i had my i don't want to die 16 times you know every game like I usually do. I wish I've actually I only gotten died sixteen times. Uh, I've actually gotten quite a bit better recently, but like, still, it, it starts like just getting to you, right? Yeah. And and then you like try to go for something else, but you're already in, in a bad space. And then there's like a part of me that's like, I want to make this work, right? Mm-hmm. Like I will not move on to like make it work. I think my problem is items and itemization. Um, and I've always been really quick on the trigger when it comes to items, just mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. So that's definitely part of it. And something that we talked about last week was a lot of these top tier players are building much more defensively. If you like yes. look on Blitz's app and like their tier list for items, Chain Vest and Negatron Cloak, I think are tier one and tier two. So mm. when has that ever happened? And, th- <laughs> and, uh, and so like Chain Vest was because of GA. Uh, well, um, well, uh, an old Thornmail with Renekton. Too. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good, but like, but what I'm saying is like, I think a lot of people, especially at our level, get baited into getting rods and gloves and right. you know swords and stuff. The sword's still a good pick, but um, like recurve bow, I think can be a little bit of a bait. Yeah, so I think large rods are definite bait for me. Um, so yeah. I think that has something to do with it. It's just like importance of items and when. Like there are certain items that are better early. Mm. than they are late and there's sometimes they're very late than they are early like giant slayers you're gonna find more value late than you will early because everyone just has more hp mm-hmm. so i think that definitely has part of it with oh, me yeah and the other thing is like the like marquee items and the like hyper carry items like you know ie okay i know where an ie is going i know i can put it on i can put it on an item carry now and then transfer it over to my carry later that's pretty straightforward ga i know i can make at any time in any game and it's going to get value i don't care i can make that early but like if you ask me when are the best times to build static shiv i'd be like i don't know i, I barely ever build that i'm like too afraid to build that because it's like it doesn't scale super well into the late game so it's like how do you get value out of it? But like, I'll see Sphinx or a Crowan and all these other, but Raiders, all these other top tier players that like, yeah, they'll, they'll, they know when to pull the trigger on those, like on a static shiv on a, like on a Zephyr, like I'm fine building a Zephyr, but like, am I favoring it? No. And maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's the problem. So maybe. I think, I think the, the core of it is, uh, I need to up my fundamentals more. Um, because mm-hmm, I think that the, I definitely I know for a fact that they're not at the same uh, they're not at the same proportionally th- as they were in the in the well, previous. Well, I sets. think the other thing, and just to give some people some uh, background as to I think I think the two of us have been really focused in on beginners recently. Yeah. Um. And so we've been um we've been trying to think of like things like getting to the app and rolling yeah. and you know and so that's been like especially my focus when i've been playing recently is like if i didn't know anything what would i be having a hard time with mm-hmm. so i think that definitely has something to do with what is going on because it's like i know exactly what to do until like level five or six and then right. everything after that's kind of a guess yeah <laughs> yeah you know um and I've, I've i found really good success on some other comps but this I like playing blasters. They're fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So I just really want to, I want to make it work. I think, uh, the moral of the story is, uh, 
is <laughs> that Jinx sucks and GG Jinx. Goodbye. Um, so, yeah, let's move on here. And, and of course, we mentioned the uh, Cruise Arena Invitational, uh, which I'll just go over again quickly here. Uh, it, it's a, a tournament that myself, Boop, Deathblow, and Kenobi are casting. And it's uh, a, an event put on by Cruise to show off their their app, which if you guys remember the previous one, it's really cool. Our producer was actually jumping through the different perspectives with the app, which is really cool on an iPad, uh, which is not really something that you can do right now, <laughs> at least not easily. So it was really cool to be able to do that. Uh, all the all the player uh, perspectives uh, are going to be shown. There's going to be four pools uh, in the top eight grand finale on May 1st, 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, and it's sponsored by G Fuel. So uh, a lot of cool uh, casters, myself and Boob included, and many other familiar faces that you have seen casting other TFT events in the past. So really excited to be doing that. And that, again, is going to be this Friday. If you're listening live or soon, it's going to be this Friday, May 1st. 2 p.m. Eastern. We'll get the details in the Discord again. Discord.me slash Little Legends Podcast. But we've oh, got pe- and I'm casting something else. Oh, that's right, Boob. Spill, yeah. the, spill the deets on that one. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing Fight Night Rising on Thursday um, with uh, Rissa slash Shriving Light. She's going by Rissa now, but um, Shriving Light might be what you know her as. And um, it should be pretty great. It's the first time in like months um that i got to cast uh that and it's kind of it was my first ever casting gig in tft and now i get to do it um again and i'm gonna be really excited for that yeah. i don't know who's in that specific lobby this week but um usually yeah sphinx sometimes it's in there um it, it's so funny like people in the community in the podcast just appear and it's yeah. like i know that guy yeah right it's like when you're like at an airport somewhere and you see someone you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, oh you um but yeah so i'll be casting on thursday and friday um casting some tft which yeah. is gonna be sick i'm gonna miss you though man I, i'll miss you too boo but it's okay you only need to wait one day also <laughs> That's uh true. That's true. you know what i miss airports because we used to be able to go to them but we can't anymore uh <laughs> and i brought it right down but we'll bring it right back up when we come back from the break and talk about patch 10.9 we'll see you in a bit With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and you'll receive a new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Welcome back, everyone, from the break. Hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be talking about patch 10.9 for TFT in the year 2020. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. They, we will start off as we always do by reading the little intro that they wrote for us. Welcome back from the future, Chrono players. Uh, See what they did there? Time travel, Chrono, get it, get it. Uh, This week's patch 10.9, and that means new galaxies, trait and new. It means new galaxies, trait and champion adjustments, item system changes, and last but not least, new Odyssey-themed arenas. Ooh, nice. I didn't actually know that. Uh, we hope this will open up more, uh, even more interesting team options. We're also lowering the power of the larger vertical traits and buffing some of the smaller supplemental traits again with the goal of opening up more interesting build paths. Perhaps the most interesting change is a reimagining of Chrono. That trait will now always give a 15% attack bonus every few seconds with the first tick coming in at the start of combat. Now adding more Chrono champions will increase how often your champions get attack speed rather than how much interesting wasn't that the lunar buff from last set lunar buff wasn't attack speed it was uh crit chance and okay something it was similar though yes yes um i also like um this choice of words here reimagining of chrono (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we all know what that means. Um, anyway, um, a lot of a lot of changes here. A lot of changes. Yeah, and and Mort in his patch rundown uh, mentioned that there's a lot of changes in terms of number, but he and the team believe that this won't actually have a huge impact on the meta. Uh, at least that's their belief. At least that's their stated belief, is what I'll say. Um, because, uh, well, we'll go over it uh, in a bit. But uh, I'll start us off here with a system, uh, with some system changes here. I'm just going to run through all of these, and then we can go back and talk about them. So uh, champion shop drop rates. Uh I'm not going to go through all these numbers because there's a lot. You guys can check it. I'll have the link to the patch notes in the dis- in the description if you want to check it there or just look it up on the on the website. Um, basically, um, shifting uh, the drop rates and and increasing the drop rates for one cost units at later levels than they were. So it's going to be basically it's going to be easier to three star some one costs, but harder to to three cost or to three star two and three costs uh which is which sort is of good. yeah which is good because you know we're seeing it be That's very consistent yeah, yeah. to get these three star two and three cost units yeah um, like teams with like six or seven three star yeah. units and like and they're all like shake like shake a three star and uh vi three like you know jace three star all those so it's gonna be easier to get one cost three star but uh, harder to get the other one item and drop changes players can no longer sell units if doing so would cause an item to be deleted aka you already have 10 items on your bench players can no longer open loot orbs if their bench is full uh both of those are pretty much quality of life changes so that you don't accidentally delete an item because that was not something that we is very obvious until you do it in which case you hate the game you might you pretty much want to just ff at that point i think uh you can no longer do that um and also now all players drop at least one small orb in the first three pve rounds meaning that you will always get gold or nikos and before you say oh but i don't want a nikos i wanted gold uh just copy a two or three cost unit and sell it there's your there's your gold um that's a that's what Mort said I didn't come up with that off the top of my head. We also got two new galaxies, Treasure Trove. Every minion and monster in the game drops a loot orb. <laughs> Hello. I love it. I love it. I what love cluster that. that's gonna be. That's... What cluster that's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's gonna I'm be great. I'm so excited for that. Uh, spe- I, I mean, like, I, like that's the thing. Like, there's nothing really going into detail here. It's gonna be a cluster. Everyone's gonna be rich. Everyone gonna have a ton of items. Yeah, it's gonna be right? great. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh I also um so what's the what's the the galaxy where everyone gets a force of nature at five? Do you remember what it's called? <sighs> okay, it doesn't matter because this is a joke setup. Uh you know what it should be called? Fawn for dense? everyone. It's, it's super, super dense dense? galaxy. It's super dense yeah. galaxy, but it should be called it's fawn for everyone. Get it? Because like fun, fawn, force of nature. Huh? 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 Uh, right. If you're hiring a comedian, uh, <laughs> don't hire me, please. We have uh, a slideshow for that. That would be a ba- <laughs> we, we have a deck. We have a deck for that. Uh, <laughs> if you're hiring a comedy t- a comedy troupe, uh, mm-hmm. please Vaudeville. reconsider. Uh, <laughs> um, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> please reconsider that thought. Uh, and then, speaking of clusters, we're getting the Star Cluster Galaxy as well. All tier one, two, and three champions on carousels will be two starred. Um, so this is really cool, yeah. Because it's a cool. I just bit my cheek. Um, <laughs> damn. Um, um, we'll really be cool spitting speaking. blood soon. I <laughs> know, oh, man. Um, uh, it's a comeback mechanic if you're picking first on the later carousels. Yes. So you'll get your first chance at your three star units, which are like such good. An- some some of them are really good anchors. Oh, the thing about right. just getting right. Um, so. Oh wow, that's crazy. I think that's going to be really fun for star clusters yeah. that like and thinking that is like something that you should think about in my opinion yeah especially for like the third carousel or something um or and further than that because if you pick first you're gonna get a two-star lux two-star mm. you, you you know what i mean like yeah any three-star unit that you need 
um, at that moment in time to finish off your traits sometimes. Yeah. So it's a really fun comeback mechanic, I think, that yeah. they're doing. I'm really, I'm actually really excited to see how that affects like just the tempo of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems really cool. The other caveat here that's not mentioned in the notes, but Mort mentioned in his rundown, is that the second carousel is all two-cost units, so there's not going to be like an early three-cost unit to, that's two-starred in the uh, second carousel. So uh, just so you know that. And then the galaxy odds um, are actually not all equal. Um, Treasure Trove and Star Cluster, the two new ones, have a 12.5% chance each. The Nicoverse, Lilac Nebula, Medium Legends, and Super Dense are all 7.5%. Trade Sector is 10%, and then Normal Game is 35%. So we're at 65% chance to get a Galaxy, 35% chance to Normal. Um, I only get Normal Games. <laughs> And that's I, I why seen, we're losing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't I haven't seen Lilac in ages. Oh, I, I haven't like, seen Lilac like, in a while either. I still have never gotten Trade line. Sector either. Um, <laughs> and the last time I saw Lilac, I was like, I'm going to pick Wukong. <laughs> <laughs> did you win? I did not. <laughs> that, was a, that, that was a quick top eight. Yeah. Um, but I, I went for it. Now I know why. Hey, there you go. Um, <laughs> I'm, so I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty in, intrigued by Star Cluster. Um, we got someone in chat saying it's going to be weird and ranked, but I think in terms of like competitive galaxies, this one is actually the, in terms of competitive integrity. I feel like has a good amount of it. Like Nico has some really good competitive integrity. I think yeah. Medium Legends does right. Like things that like yeah, that's true. Are, are like slightly different mm-hmm. <laughs> but not like completely out yeah. there trade sector and again like <laughs> yeah and, and, and treasure trove is out there yeah um like that's so much rng yeah that's true <laughs> um and so like I, I i'm excited to see what star cluster is because i mean some some two like tier two one cost units are great um yeah. but it's also the difference between like three it's also three gold right which is something right. you never get off of a carousel true and well, so, I mean, um, if you get a three cost, you get three gold. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but not like, at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, and with everyone getting orbs too early on, true. Like the one cost units just to sell aren't a bad idea. Yeah. Because um, you, you'll just make your own two cost one star unit at the beginning. So, yeah. Again, like something I think the game has always needed was a little bit more of a comeback mechanic. And mm-hmm. Star Cluster is definitely providing that uh, late game. Yeah, for sure. Um, Boop, do you want me to read these because you're in pain and yes, miss? Please. Okay, yeah. I just so I just yeah. didn't want to I just didn't want to uh, take your yeah. take your thunder if yeah, you wanted yeah, to go, read. Go but for yes, it, man. okay, we're moving on to the traits and we've got focused balance changes. Uh, we're lowering the power of larger vertical traits and buffing some of the smaller supplemental traits to open up some more interesting paths. Um, yeah, I'll read these. I think the best way to do this is just to say whether it's a buff or a nerf. Okay, yeah. Blade Master proc chance is getting a buff at uh four nerf. blade. Wait. Oh, it's getting a nerf, yes. yes. A nerf yeah, at four blade. 55 is lower than 60. Yes. Well, uh, I have a six Eldsia, which is dyslexic, but um spelled oh backwards. God. Okay. <laughs> uh, see what I did there? It's offensive because I don't have it. Uh, uh. B- blaster bonus attacks uh is getting a nerf. Uh, at the at the top end, brawler bonus health is getting a buff for two brawler, a nerf at four brawler, a burf, a burf, celestial, celestial, getting a nerf all across the board except for two celestial, which stays the same. Cybernetic getting a a nerf at six cyber, dark star attack damage and spell power getting nerfed uh, at um, six. Six Dark Star. And also at three Dark Star. Infiltrator attack speed is getting nerfed uh, across the board. Uh, two Infiltrators stays the same. Infiltrator now refreshes on initial takedown at all levels. So actually a buff to two um, to two Infiltrator. Uh, Protector Shield is getting a nerf at uh, 
at the highest levels. Rebel Shield is getting nerfed. Those are nerfs. Those are weird numbers. Oh, yeah. They are weird numbers. Hmm. Uh, Rebel Shield is getting a nerf. Sorcerer Spell Power is getting a nerf at uh, four and six. Star Guardian Mana is getting a nerf at six Star Guardian. Vanguard Armor is getting a pretty sizable buff at two Vanguard, going from 60 to 125. Yeah. Uh, Starship Mana, which is, of course, specific to Aurelian Soul, is getting a pretty big buff um, from 20 mana per second to 40, so double the amount of mana per second. And Valkyrie Critical Strike Threshold is getting nerfed. Thank God. Uh, yeah. General <laughs> general balance and other adjustment. Blade Master is in, has increased the speed of bonus attacks. So instead of like the, the attacks just happen physically faster. Like it's not like slash slash. It's slash slash. That's how uh, that's how that's how Mort described it in his video, which is why I'm replicating it here. Um, chrono attack speed. We talked about that earlier. Uh, yep. Mech pilot. Uh, a mech pilot is no longer granting the um, the mech is no longer granting mana to the pilots when the mech dies. Um, it was twenty five, now it's zero. The mech it, base health is going down, getting a nerf, and the mech uh, pilot share of uh, mech pilot share pilot health is going down as well. And we actually Mort tweeted out a uh, tweeted out a. Um, spreadsheet of the changes in health which are in the notes which again are in the description you can look at basically it's uh the mech health at all levels from three to nine is uh down across the board um Mm -hmm. by around 350 ish like 450 average yeah 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 around 400 Mm -hmm. or so average across as high as 478 at the level nine mech uh, and as low as three fifth, sorry, as low as three forty three at the level four mech is the lowest, um, the lowest nerf there. But still, all a nerf all around there for the mech health. And one of the things um, that will will be played out in the champion uh, changes, which we'll talk about here, is Mort said wanted to take power and health specifically away from the mech itself and put power into the pilots. Um, so. Uh, we can see Fizz yeah. do things that aren't just exit the mech. <laughs> right. It's like, wait, Fizz can be played outside of the mech? Right. Well, what? Infiltrator's got buff too, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it just isn't worth it otherwise, right? Like a spell-casting Infiltrator? Very interesting. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it, it was just... Even if he was alright, it was just so easy and just better to, to run the mech. So now... You're not necessarily uh, um, pigeonholed into that. But we got some yeah. champion changes here. Tier 1 champions, uh, Fiora's Riposte Stun is getting a buff at 3-star. Uh, um, Graves' I think all of these are buffs at 3. Yes. So Graves' Smoke Grenade uh, Blind Duration buff at 3. Kha'Zix's uh, damage um, from his ability buff at 3-star. Leona Eclipse damage reduction buff at three star Malphite energy shield uh, hey. percentage. <laughs> infiltrators infiltrator got buff. Mal- <laughs> 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 yeah, the silent buff to infiltrators there. Malphite got a buff. Yeah, the silent <laughs> infiltrator brawler comp, right? Yeah, yep. hey, we don't see it. It could, it could uh, take, it could take uh, the world by storm. Twisted fate wild card damage buff at three star, and then Zig's bomb damage is actually getting a buff uh, across the board. Tier two champions, Annie's health uh, goes uh, gets a buff again, taking health and power away from the mech into the pilots. Uh, Lucian will now target the nearest enemy with his double tap after finishing uh, after dashing if his current target is dead. So uh, Lucian's alts will no longer be eaten, I guess, or canceled. They'll just he'll just target whoever's closest. Um, Sona is getting a pretty interesting rework. She's getting a buff to her heal amount, but she now only will remove stuns so red buff now stops uh stops her and all other debuffs that normally 
uh, would have been removed by Sona are no longer except for stuns. It's just stuns now. And, they, and to compensate, yeah. they gave her a little bit extra healing. And just like quickly on that, like she's like the only one that could do that. And right. in such a like a CC and like aura slash like debuff met, like items right. that we have now. Right. That was way too strong for one yeah. character to be able to nullify a bunch of It was of just items. weird. Yeah. yeah. If it was like a five it cost. A regular game either. Right. If it was like a five cost that like it was a big flashy effect that like like if Soraka was a five cost and then her alt did more than like just heal, it was just like a huge, I don't know, something like big. If it was like uh, old Pantheon and he turned into a dragon and dove across and instead of dealing damage, he healed everyone and removed debuffs. Like an AOE cleanse or something. An AOE yeah. huge cleanse that was flashy. I could get it as it being like a one-off, but like a random two-star like rebel mystic. Why does she have this like weirdly unique and powerful ability? So they kind of, they, yeah. I mean, this is still pretty unique removing stuns, but they, uh, they changed it a bit and they made her a stronger healer, which I like. Again, yeah, that's more of yeah. her fantasy. Yeah. Um, and these next two yes. I'm really excited about. Um, just for the game. But yeah, go yes. ahead. Uh so uh Rakan, Grand Entrance Targeting, uh, is now the farthest unit within three hexes. Uh it was the farthest unit within three hexes. Now it's the farthest unit within attack range plus one hex. So Mort was saying this isn't actually a change, it just makes it so that he works with RFC now. Like this. It it just makes it so that there's no longer like it doesn't work with him with RFC. And now like we'll take it and, and the same with Yasuo. Uh well Yasuo is a little yeah. bit different because that actually is a change, but Rakan is not um, really changing. It's just he works with RFC now. Yeah, same thing when you would put RFC on Ari back in the day where her yes. was just miss. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We all learned that the hard way. Mm -hmm. um, and uh and the Yasuo thing is awesome. Yeah, Yasuo, uh his alt targeting, uh it used to be the highest uh, item unit and is now the furthest unit away within attack range plus two hexes. And again, this will work with RFC as well. So, um, yeah, really cool. Um, Mort mentioned that Yasuo's ability was kind of just anti-fun because you like live out the fantasy of you know stacking your carry and it's like and yasuo just automatically targets it stuns it deals a bunch of damage it's the same reason why cybernetic sucked right yeah um just like oh items haha -ha. oh you mean um you mean hextech oh no not cybernetic hextech yeah, yeah. um yes. it's yes. the same reason why hextech suck right it's not fun and interactive it's just like it, it's anti what you should be doing which is building items right. on your carries and he was doing so much damage with his items yeah right it's not like they could counterplay him all that much yeah um i guess unless you had a trap call which is why i think trap yeah. call and quicksilver mm -hmm. got to, i mean quicksilver doesn't stop the damage though um right but the thing i really like about this is kind of like that plus two hexes thing mm -hmm. because you I think that using the mid board is something that we can still kind of do. Yeah. Um, and having you position in a way where he attacks a tank on the third row or mm -hmm. second row. Right. I'm excited to see what other units, cause I don't think this is the end of that that we'll see, but I think there's right. going to be some, some types of things where like someone casts something in the mid lane and like, get, like there's an AOE effect or right. something. Um, because it's not just like for this unit anymore, right? It's, yeah. it's hex space, and I think that's a really cool thing to explore mm -hmm. in the future. Yeah, it definitely is. And and now like Yasuo has an element of positioning that is actually relevant because like mm -hmm. he doesn't necessarily get to the back line. He probably does because he'll move up. But like you, if you know you want something on the left, you can you can pretty much pick which one you want to hit. But like your opponent has the potential to counterplay it. You have the potential to counter. Like it's it actually makes their uh it actually adds a level of like thinking and positioning which i think is good so overall i like it i i just didn't like i didn't think it was egregious but it did kind of stink it's like you know i build this carry and like i just want to put my items on to it. see it carry right it just gets it just gets killed by yasuo and it's like yeah i get it but it doesn't feel good so this is i think is good I and mean, he's still going to be hitting you know those same champions probably a decent amount of the time but like it's not just guaranteed now so mm -hmm. 
I like it. There's, it's again fun and interactive. It was fun for the Yasuo player, not interactive for anybody. Right. And so now it's fun and interactive because you're gonna have to switch, and yeah. it's kind of like Blitzcrank, right? Like yeah. you don't want to get pulled, or you don't want to hit the Blitzcrank. And yeah. with your Zephyrs, you're gonna have to, you know, choose where you're gonna yep. attack. And are you gonna invest in RFC on Yasuo, right? Mm-hmm. Which you probably should, but. <laughs> it's a good item on them yeah uh but uh yeah it, it, it just expands the interactivity and the variability of mm-hmm. play yep absolutely uh moving on to tier three champions we got master yi's healing uh it is no longer it was 8 10 15 now it's just 12 percent at all levels so three star yi getting a nerf uh the other two levels are actually getting a buff um rumbles flame spitter damage actually getting a pretty sizable buff uh, at all three levels, three star rumbles now doing one thousand damage up from eight hundred. So, uh, nice little buff for for rumble, mm-hmm. and probably stunning you at the same time, right? And playing grievous wounds on you. Yeah, so rumble low key might be a might be a banger coming up in this uh, in this new patch. Um, the much talked about and complained about by us earlier in the show, Jinx is getting uh, a a slight buff at uh, two-star, uh, getting an extra 25 damage on the rockets, but it's still just as hard to get those rockets off. The problem was never doing damage when you had yeah, the rockets. You, it was getting them yeah, in the first place. Sometimes you just got to get those rockets off, right? Yep. yep. Uh, yes, yes. Name of your college <laughs> dorm, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> moving on to tier five champions. <laughs> Major espresso. Okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, tier five champions. Aurelian Souls mana is getting changed. It's going from 3080 to 4120. Um, he's getting it more often. Right. Exactly. He's getting, he's gaining 40 um, mana uh, a second, which more basically um, laid it out as Aurelian Soul basically has a free Seraphs on him now. Um, so he has a higher cap, but he's, he's alting once every three seconds, whereas before he was alting once every four seconds. So huge buff to Aurelian soul, honestly. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll start to see a soul, uh, play a little bit more gangplanks. Uh, mana is getting a buff. It's going to be easier to cast that first alt going from starting mana 75 to starting mana 100. So just a little bit easier to get that first mana or that first alt off. Gangplank's faster impact upgrade is getting a buff. It's going from a one second delay to a 0.3 second delay. So uh, very, uh, very much faster there. And then Xerath's abyssal bombardment damage is getting a nerf at one and two star. Still huge. Yeah. 50 damage at one star and 50 damage at two star as well. So pretty big nerfs there for uh, Zareth. And then also the splash damage is going um, from 50% of uh, base damage down to 25%. So pretty yeah. big nerf for Zareth here. Yeah, much deserved. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> we, we tend to see this where like new five cost comes out and they're pretty strong, which I, I like. I would rather the five, the five costs feel better when they're strong. Um, well, it's because it's like fun watching the mole, right? Like right. it might not be as direct, but at least the fantasy is there, right? Right? Like with Pantheon, yeah, on release, really like cool. when I first saw mole, I was like, "This is sick." This is the coolest. I was like, it's "Probably one of the awful. coolest alts yeah. in the game." Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pantheon's ult was awesome in terms of visuals yeah. and how it interacted with the board. Um, yeah. It was just broken for a really long time, um, yeah. and so I think kind of like <laughs> League is known to like buff characters right before they get skins. Yeah. And so, it, it, if you want to make a joke, this is definitely where that is. But fifty um, percent less damage on the splash damage might be negligible because if he's getting that splash damage on you anyway, right? You're probably dead anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's still fifty percent less damage plus fifty less damage on level one and level two. Yeah, that's a lot of damage that you're missing. Yeah, it's definitely like the fifty base plus the fifty percent on the splash. Right. That's you're just not going to be doing as much with, right. with the Zareth. You have to really work to get the Zareth going. But that, mm-hmm. I think, again, still fine. And uh, one other thing that Mort said in the, the patch rundown, one of the reasons that they're buffing so many of these, I mean, Zareth not included here, but Gangplank and Asol getting buffs is that 
Um, you know, one of the issues or common things is to see these reroll comps where you're getting three star, you know, three costs and two costs and whatnot, four costs, um, which is really taking away from the power or the, the usefulness of five costs. So if you put some of that power into five costs, maybe it's not so much reroll comps. It's like getting the eight, getting echoes, getting GPs, getting a soul. So definitely, uh, definitely some interesting changes. I like it a lot. Um, Moving on to items, just one item here, Quicksilver shield duration going from 15 seconds down to 10. Probably good. It was just too good, right? Like it just lasted Not for too much of the fight. Right? Because yeah. the trap claw, the interactive part is your positioning, right? Like right. baiting a blitzcrank. Right. Um, but Quicksilver is just like you put it on and then you, you got to live 15 seconds. Right. For half right? the fight or else. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always thought trap. When Trap Claw was released last set, it was, I think, in the podcast, it's like, this is a super cool item, just like mm. in general. Um, and I think it's just better than Quicksilver in terms of like fantasy, and like, in my opinion, of like mm-hmm. what I like in the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 10 seconds is fair too, because there is a lot of CC in the game. So mm-hmm. you, I think you need an item like Quicksilver, but 15 seconds is a really long time. That's yeah. like a cycle of ultimates. Yeah. I mean, it's half of the normal fight, right? Like it's mm-hmm. now it's just a third, which I like. So um, the rest is just bug fixes and some mobile uh, client uh, fix fixes and quality of life things and just ads. Um, so we won't go through those. But overall, I mean, I think that this is a um, patch. This is a really solid patch. And again, uh, like it was mentioned, it it's not. Like it's a, I think a lot of things fundamentally are changing here, but it's done in like, it's by like increments, right? It's just like little things here. A lot of little things are changing. It's not, well, we, uh, we nerfed, um, you know, we nerfed Shaco into oblivion. Uh, he's gone now. Um, we're still seeing Shaco even after the nerf in the B patch, we still see Shaco played. He's still, um, a decent part, but like he wasn't completely wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've seen time and time again, like, yeah, you kill, you know, you kill the top gun. Second place is just, like someone has to be best, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, and, kill top gun, play some volleyball, join the, yep. <laughs> join the cult. Um, yep. That's how you do it, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think like two things for me that pop out here was all the demolitionists got buffed which is yes that is true part, part of the reason why i think rebels got that super weird nerf yeah <laughs> um not weird in terms of not needed but weird in terms of numbers yeah um because i think now it's like what what is the rebel here let me find it again. rebel a, shield yeah. is 210 and 330 at 46 yeah. which yeah. is just weird numbers those are those but, are like um, very much it was thought about and adjusted yeah yeah they, very precisely they tried they tried 215 right <laughs> <laughs> they tried 200 yeah <laughs> like yeah. this is where this is where they are um and then the other thing um that really again i, I go back to it's not necessarily because of this particular change to yasio and rakan mm-hmm. but like i'm really excited to see what like hex based movement and yeah. spell casting is going to happen in the future because it's definitely something yeah. that they can 100 percent explore the other thing i'd like to see because they they can do this with kind of like the hex stuff are ults that don't necessarily need to hit an enemy mm. right so like an ult that can like stay on the ground or something right, right. kind of um, like inferno like, so this is my theory. Okay. I think the hex thing opens up the possibility for Teemo to come. Okay, go because on. You just throw a mushroom right two hexes away. Yeah. Or at level one, it would be one hex away. Sure. Level two would be two hexes away. Level three would be three hexes away. Right. And just like anyone who uses traps, right, can yeah. can do something like this or um well, kind of like gangplank um gangplank barrels in set one. Yeah, totally totally i love that right because sometimes they're totally useless and no one's gonna run over your mushroom but in right. the regular game that happens too right, right? so i think it kind of opens up not just possibilities and tank positioning and like midline stuff i think it opens up in terms of who can be in the game right and um, i'm really excited to see um if that happens because caitlin also has traps and maybe mm. in the next set she can lay traps down yeah and it increases her headshot damage so maybe mm-hmm. they stand on a trap and she has double damage to that person 
right? Yeah. Like that's the type of stuff I'm really excited about. Um, and, and I think, I think they're going towards. Yeah. <laughs> we saw it. Yeah. With gangplank is the one that jumps to mind. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, Inferno was kind of like that a little bit. It, it, it hit the unit first and then right. left something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think like something that like is on a hex, right? Maybe you go over shroom and you take a percent amount of damage, right? Because he's also probably, or maybe he's, I don't know, but yeah, it opens up to some creative possibilities in terms of using characters right. in different ways again. And like, it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see where this goes. Cause again, I do not think it's just for characters like Yasuo and Rakan right. who well, it certainly doesn't have to be a unit. Right. Yeah, exactly. So well, and I think we're going to get Timo soon. I mean, there's got Timo's going to be in the game at some point. It's the most requested. Yeah. Right. Like it's going to happen. Right. Well, the other thing is it also one of the one of the cool things is like what I like and what really drew me into the game originally were two items. Wait, did RFC do it in the beginning? I think so. I think RFC always worked like this. I mean, it used to give make your attacks not miss, but RFC was one because it like extended attack range, which I thought was really cool. It's like volley RFC bear. Volleybear. RFC volley bear was one of my favorite things from set one. Uh, I, the Josh OG Twitch, uh, Twitch rivals event. The first one uh, still very memorable to me. Um, and then the other item was, uh, and I've talked about it before was um, rage blade because you start, you you take what a character can do, and because there's no unlike underlords and unlike auto chess, there's no cool there's no inherent time cooldown. So like you can push the and, and seraphs too to an extent is like you can push the limits of what a character can do if you put a rage blade and a shojins on them. They can and and, and they've talked the devs have talked about this being kind of a problem potentially with some designing because like that is an option for everyone. But I like that. And 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 this paradigm specifically, and why I brought it up um, with RFC is like you can have this sort of hex targeting that is impacted by RFC, and it's like okay, maybe you lay a trap one away, but if you put an RFC, it can be three trap or it can be three hexes or, away it, or something. And like, like the that. cool thing about it too is we're not right, right? or you don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, like the thing is, like if you put RFC on Timo, right? I think it would be more to get your ult faster. And put them in a safer spot right. than you're potentially sacrificing like really weird mushrooms, right. right? That are closer to your allies or something. Or maybe yeah. that's good because a Yasuo comes and jumps on you and goes onto a mushroom, right? Right. So I just like, especially with a bigger board, and the fact that a lot of people are leaving a lot of space between their units right now, mm-hmm. um, I think it would be a cool thing. It'd probably be mega frustrating, and people might, a lot of people hate like trap mechanics just in general, yeah. but, um, Again, it's up there. I think Fizzle is kind of like that too, right? Where it kind of just goes and like AOE yeah, attacks. I how, but I don't know how the targeting paradigm for Fizz works or Choke. Yeah, for I, that I, matter. I, I think it, again, it just opens up a lot of design choices that right. um, they can use for a lot of different things. Yeah, and and now like for anyone who jumps, anyone who does any of that, um, they can use this hex based targeting now. Right. Um, for boss or nurse. Yep. So that's really awesome. Um, I I am predicting that we, we will see Rebel Devolitionists come back though, because just yeah, Ziggs got buffed across the board, Gangplank mm-hmm. got buffed, and so did uh, Rumble. Yep, another really big buff there. Really big. And those are um, and Rumble and Ziggs are characters you usually can three star. Yep. It'll um, be slightly so... harder to, to three. It'll be easier to three star Ziggs and harder to three star Rumble now, but. Um, yeah, overall, but you'll be yeah, greatly rewarded for three star. Whoa, 1k flamethrower yeah. is a, a scary prospect. What do you think we'll see in terms of differences? That's that, that's my that, that's my um hypothesis. My hypothesis is so I'm I'm basing this off of a tweet I saw from Disguise Toast not too long before we started this podcast. Uh, uh, this episode at rather um, where he had, I think six or seven, three star one cost. Uh, and uh, the, <laughs> the renewal and rebirth of egg roll may be upon us <laughs> with the, no, the changes. No. <laughs> um, so we might be seeing some, I'm okay with egg roll. I play that way anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, your three star graves might be uh, might be relevant. <laughs> might be viable. Yeah, now, it won't yeah. cost you as much gold now. Um, I mean, I'm thinking things like three star Caitlin, three star yeah uh, graves could be one. I mean, we already see the um, Space Jam comp, which is like the hyper roll pirates comp, um, mm-hmm. having a decent amount of success. So. I think it's going to shift a little bit. Um, I think it's going to shift away from the three-star Shakos and three-star four-cost of the world to the, you know, the, the egg roll type, and then also five-cost, which is a lot like set two, and with the exception of, like, Yeah, I think the same changes in set two where actually people weren't three-starring two in a three-cost. Right. Right? And so they added... It was, like, the, not the same. It's the opposite, right? Yeah, Because I remember inverse. Kindred being, like, my main example there was... Mm-hmm getting three star kinji wasn't worth it until they right. made it way worth it right um and then uh and i think they try to move it back a little bit but mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting to see like because especially in that star cluster galaxy where you're going to get your two star one cost right away like you can start building yeah. them as a carry assuming that you'll be able to three star true so. yeah um i think caitlin might be a big even though she didn't get touched here chrono uh word on the street from uh our boy on the inside, not on the inside, but our boy on the front lines, Eric Thomas, saying uh, Chrono is being slept on right now, or is, is actually a viable like six Chrono. Um, and if you can get three star Caitlins and three star Twisted Fates and six Chrono is pretty good. We, we might be onto something. I don't know. Or, or Wu Kong, right? <laughs> Wu Kong is uncontested, so <laughs> he does a lot of damage with his alt if he's three starred. It's a lot. It's like 4K. A lot it? of damage. Is yeah, three star Wukong. Only, a lot of damage. Only costs you 80 billion gold. <laughs> yeah, and you have to have a Morellos and Rabidons, and <laughs> you're only going to ult once. So <laughs> you're only ulting once, but that one ult. Whew. <laughs> and and two Vanguard got buffed. So as long as your opponent's also not running magic damage to kill your hey, Wukong maybe, instantly. <laughs> maybe that Lila Galaxy first take on the Wukong. That's uh, it'll, be it's, it'll be the third worst thing you could do instead of the first. Attack sweet Soraka for the win. Uh, but on that note, uh, we will put Boop out of his misery here and allow him to stop talking on camera now. Uh, but Boop, I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm excited. The new, the new, um, the Odyssey line looks sweet. Uh, those mm-hmm. skins look yeah, those really nice. Really the awesome. arena skins yeah, look really nice. One is my favorite. Um, I didn't play the Odyssey. I wasn't playing League back then, but these. It was a really fun event. It seems really cool, just based on like the things I've seen from it. So, um, very cool, very cool. But that's gonna be it for this show, everyone. Thank you for listening, Boop. When you haven't eaten half of your face off while you were sleeping, where can people find you on the internet? Um, www. Only. I'm just kidding. Um, Twitter. Yikers! <laughs> I've been waiting all week. I was like, because like I like being like dating sites or stuff, but it's been in the news lately. Anyway, um, you can find me at Boopastorius Rex on Twitter. For now. Uh. Mm-hmm. Are we seeing a brand change? Are you are you teasing a brand change? Oh, I really want the Rex off. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be Boopasaurus. I'm the only one, so <laughs> you'll find me. There you go. Awesome. Well, uh, guys, make sure you are joining the Discord. Discord.me slash Little Legends Podcast. You can find me and Boop there pretty much all the time. Uh, we're always lurking around. Uh, again, if you want to use it for games during the week or on Friday for game night, make sure you uh, just hop on in. Um, you can follow the podcast again at uh, at LIL Legends Pod on Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins if you want do all sorts of other stuff. But no, who cares about that? Just join the Discord. Talk to me there. Uh, that's the place to be. But Guys, that is going to be it for this episode. For Boop, I'm the Blevins, and we will see you guys next week. We'll be talking about even more TFT.